0: Okay, welcome everybody. <clears throat> Alright, this is a new niggun that we've been singing here for a while now. It came down the last night of Hanukkah. Some of the chavra know it. Hanukkah and Purim are very connected. Very simple niggun, please join me the second you get it. Yeah, uh... you Okay, one more prayer. favorite parts of every shir. This week is sponsored by, this month is sponsored by the Aaron family, the Avraham family, the Brook family, and the Eisen family, and the Anonymous family. Very deep family, you should know. Mm-hmm. For the Shame of Al-Khali Yisrael, today's specifically, the Shurim. today specifically are spons- sponsored by Tal Gilboa and Yaakov Steiner, in appreciation of Rabbi Michael and Phyllis Miller. Wishing, wishing them much health and happiness in their new home. Okay, so wow. Um, first of all, thank you everyone for coming. This is like a, a very nerve wracking sheer. purim prep, purim prep, preparing ma- mazeh purim prep. Very, 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 very special. It's always been it's always special these last few minutes before the fast before, uh, before the, this Yom HaKadosh but I've been triggered my Purim prep got triggered in the last few weeks with the meeting we had here and I can't stop thinking about The words this person said, said to me I've been thinking about it all day, all week and he said you know I really want to I really want to join your shul we really want to join your shul but there's a problem so what's the problem so the person said, I'm, I'm not a davener. I'm, not, I'm just not a davener. So you know how honest that is? Before we go and say, do you, know, you know how real that is? What a real statement. What an emezdikah statement. I would love, I want so badly to... But I know I know who I am. I, I'm not a davener, this person said. And... <clears throat> These are the type of statements that you hear. You don't answer. You don't really give any real straight answers. You daven over it. And I've been davening over this person's statement for quite some time. I've been davening over it a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. So tonight's learning is the answer to myself of you know, am I really a davener? In the context of Giving Moshe Rabbeinu nacha some poem. and there's so much to say on the topic. And I, I, I at night Bifrat, I'm shocked anyone comes. Am right? Come on, <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a pella. We have more than like a, a Mazuman, at night. It's, it's especially since the, the crazy Shira David Chaver. Just nonstop action. These freaks. All the, every day there's something going on here, right? But it's just it's it's a humbling thing. But I don't want to bombard you with so many different Mari McComas for at night, only three, don't worry three short ones but what I wanted, what I want to say is as follows I have no idea if the end of what I'm going to say is right I don't know if it's true the beginning is because it's not my words <laughs> the beginning of what we're going to learn is definitely true because it's not my words the end mahalach that I'm building towards I'm still in the middle of it and I hope that by Purim it'll be all the way through but these, this to me seems to be this inion of am I am I really a davener? And Purim is the time to jump into the sea of becoming a davener again in the context of Moshe Rabbeinu. Now you're saying Purim, Ma'akeShe Purim, Moshe, You know, keshe, We're talking about Purim over here, right? What, what Let it be about some. Let it just be about them. Mordechai and Esther. He's always the star from Parsha Shemoz to the end of the Torah, besides this Shabbos where he's. Definitely the star this past Shabbos. But just let it be about Shushan and and their thing, their Indian. But when the Gemara tells us that Moshe Rabbeinu is really the star throughout the story of Purim because of Haman's excitement when he found out that Moshe Rabbeinu died in the month of Adar, got excited with this Goral. And then the Gemara tells us he just didn't really know that Moshe Rabbeinu was also born in Adar as well. But it doesn't just end there. Think about this for a second. When's Moshe Rabbeinu's birthday? Zayin Adar. When, what of his bris brim? The, what's the eighth day? The eighth day from seven is? Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Fourteen, which means Purim. Why did you say 15th? It's, it's, it's true. Why did you say 15th? Because Moshe Rabbeinu was born mahul. Moshe Rabbeinu was born circumcised. And that year, Avos Rabbi Nassim says, that year it came out on Shabbos. So when you only have to do HaTafas Dan bris Mila, it's nitcha for one day. Which means that really the only thing that had to do with this bris was actually the day after. It would have been the eighth day. And that would have been Shushan Purim. So basically, Maishu Rabbeinu is Purim and Shushan Purim. The whole thing of Maishu Rabbeinu's bris is in Purim. The bris, these kashvists of Maishu Rabbeinu with Purim. And, and there's so much more to say on this matter of, of how Maishu Rabbeinu comes in here. Obviously, one of the most exciting psukim that we say that has a great nigun, a lot of great nigunim. Ishi Yehudi haya habira. And ish. And obviously the connection, which we're going to see in a second, an Ish. When someone's referred to as an Ish, ish Moshe anav me'od, mikol adama. this title of Ish, which could be it's all sheer on its own, the difference between an Adam and an Ish, ish Rabbeinu starring as the Ish, thus coming into Mordechai HaYehudi, being the ish, ish Yehudi aya b'shushan abirah, and there are many, many more. It's, it's like, a, there, there, there's a lot. There, there are a lot of different things, and it's not the time, we could have a whole share of just like, going in and out of these inyanim. Um, I guess one of the, one of the most important things about, about, that we see with Moshe Rabbeinu, we see by Mordechai HaYehudi. And that'll help us, before I forget, that, that'll help us sink our teeth into what we're talking about but again just the beginning i could be saying it on and the end i'm i'm saying it you'll you'll understand why cuz it's not so pushy but i want to say and i hope we get there i think the beginning the beginning of what i want the beginning of what i want to learn with you is a famous statement is a famous statement by one of the big, big, big Mekubalim. One of the greatest Mekubalim we have. Someone's a, a, a giant, this is a tzaddik that his, when you say the word of where he's from, which is Kamarna, Kamarna, the Isaac of Kamarna, Kamarna was one within Chasidus, one of the most hidden, mysterious tzaddikim that ever was and ever will be. Rab Isaac of Kamarna. Even today, they're like their own thing. They do their own thing. Deep, Kabbalistic. It's all, you open up the Sfarim, you barely understand a word. Kamarna. Actually, Rav Leshem, Rav Tzvi Leshem is, is very in, very plugged into Kamarna. It says a lot about him. They're very plugged in. So in the Sfarim, this statement from the Kamarna is well known. It's well taught. This has been mentioned quite a lot. And I want to read for you his statement. To give us an aspiration for Purim. Because as much as Hashem, we've had plenty of Purim shiurim and who could say they're ready for Purim? Like who could say they're actually ready for Purim? So if Isaac Kamarna says like this, the Okay, just that word alone is like pretty much a, a bomb. Vhikibalnu. What does that mean, Vikibalnu? We we received. <laughs> What, who's we and what's from where? The kibalnu. We'll leave it at that. The kibalnu. Shebi mea purim yuchal laalot. No, he said yuchal laalos <laughs> nishama ktana leheichal sheltzadik mufla bli shum meakiv. That means, usually, our spiritual growth knows it's a ladder. It's dargot. it's levels. It takes a lot. You have to work on yourself a lot. That takes you to the next level, and then that takes you to the next level. Step <laughs> after step after step. Rabbi basic of the is saying over here, kibalnu. Okay, we received this masora, so now, that the smallest neshama, now, what does that mean? I don't know what a neshama ketana or a neshama gedola means literally, but in the context of our learning, it means it means a Yid that really knows he's not prepared for Purim, okay? Or it means a Yid that is, thinks he's so prepared for Purim till he realizes he didn't really do anything yet. But however way you look at it, Neshama tana, tana is a person that can't come and say to you, I chazed the Megillah, I actually did a seal in Masech the Megillah, I have it all down, I know my stuff, I'm ready, I have all the jerashas, and this year at the Tish, it's going to come out like a Maya Nover, the Torahs are going to come out like it's no one's business. Neshama ktana. I don't know. I'm barely still holding by 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 the by, by, by the halachas of, of sukkah. Purim is here. <laughs> that the tiny the smallest person can go up to this heichal, this chamber of a tzaddik mufla, a wondrous godly tzaddik. B'li shum me'akev, without anything stopping you, without anything in your way, vum, you go right up. We have the same Indian, the same Lashon almost by the Zara Kadosh, when it comes to Leil Pesach, a night of Mochin de Gadels, that also what usually takes us spiritually to reach is a lot, a lot of work. Somehow by Purim, and we say it's by Pesach, boom. there's almost this, this elevator that just takes you, takes you right up. V'chen olim kol ha'tfilos this is really the, the if anyone has any familiarity with the solution of Khassidus this is a statement is never said V'chen olim kol atfilos leketer bli okay. what's keter besides you know a good nigun and and you know now we're with musaf what's keter keter is the highest place where we can relate to anything in the world of spheres of God's emanations. Again, this is not we're not we're not going into explaining these things, but whatever you think is the highest chamber in Shemaim, of your speech before Hashem, reaching Hakadosh Baruch Hu Ki Vinocho, whatever that means to you, and, and there's no right or wrong. That's Keter, okay? Whatever that means, that's the crown, the Echokma LeNafshecha. So you have all the Chokma, you think you know all the wisdom. But then where do you place the crown? Above the place that you think you know. Le You already see where we're going with this. lo yada, Wherever I think I know, then keter is even above that. So he says, all the tefillahs of a yid on Purim go up to keter b'li shum me'akev. Without anything coming and, and being any, any, any type of machitza, Without anything interrupting. Z'otomeret. And you know, Chavre, we've had so many poems. Mezer Shem will have another amazing Purim. And, and just again, just letting everyone know, in our home from 4.30 on, right, Love. Yeah, okay. <laughs> from 4.30 on, the door is open, and everyone, we're there until Yud Tess, whatever, whatever it is, right? We all know, we have that moment on Purim where there's like one word we feel like saying. Last year... Someone walked in and and screamed, I want to be a levy, right? (laughs) There's moments where, he is, by the way, he was a levy, I'm saying, he he is a levy. There's always this pinnacle moment where you feel like right now it's not about who's the funniest, what's the coolest, who had the best costume, it's up there, up there. When that happens, don't plan it, these are things you can't plan. Again, you go to this place of Keter with your tfilas. That means that somehow all year long you try, you work with your tefillah, hachana la tefillah, all the different preparations. But then on Purim, na kol Fratz, you go right to there. He says, and, and this was all he said, kibalti. He's like, by the way, I, I, I was told this. Again, how, who? But then he says, Kolze kibalti be lichisha. The Kamarna says, I received all this with a whisper. Just leave it at that. And then he says, Now what do we know what the word Rachil means? Usually? You're, you're, you're sharing stuff you shouldn't say, right? Saying, it's true. It's true. I got this as a secret. But if you and I are sitting here hundreds of years later and we're learning about it, it means he wasn't good, a good secret keeper, right? He says, it's okay. You know why? Me'ava sisra says, because I love Yidin so much, and if I found out that this thing actually happens, I need to let every Yid know that it's asur isur to compromise on your Tfila on Purim. Asur isur to compromise on your Tfila on Purim. Kol kibalti belichisha. Something, something very secret. Now, what shouldn't you compromise on when it comes to your tefillah on Purim. And I want to build with you on a mahalach that is straight really from Moshe Rabbeinu, in the context of Moshe Rabbeinu, being be'emet the Pneumius of the Megillah. Again, there are many, many other Torahs that we could say to explain how Moshe Rabbeinu is appearing through the Megillah. But even with the little bit that we saw, and we're going to repeat it here by learning one Midrash. Rav Kluger said a beautiful thing, we were learning this last week, he said, when it comes to Purim, you got to be very careful. You know it's so deep. It's all about secrets. So everyone runs to all the craziest Tirelach that they could ever imagine. But in the meantime, they're forgetting, you know, if you just learn Megillas Esther Pshat, he says, open a Rashi, follow it with the Midrash Rabbah, you're fine But Esther Rabbah. You have plenty on your plate. In fact, tonight at dinner table. I don't know why exactly, but my, our daughter, our third daughter, Ahava, she decided that she, she started relating Megillah Esther at the table. Just reading it. And I remembered the Torah from Rav Kluger and I caught myself completing her sentences showing her what a cool Abba that knows a few of the, you know, the well. and I was like, shut, shut up, just listen, right? Just listening to the flow of the Megillah alone, just the flow of the Megillah alone. Hakol Shama. Hakol Shama. So tonight, I wanted to learn one 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 Midrash in one line in the Gemara to understand what, what could help us with with knowing what is it worth to, to to shoot up to the stars on the level of Keter when it comes to our davening? Look what the major says. I'm sorry, but I'm so happy I don't have enough copies. Okay. Like we said before, because the lashon of Ish is used in the context of Moedechai ha So we see in the context of Ish was also used by Moshe Rabbeinu. Ish melamed shea Moedechai shoku bedoro ke Moshe bedoro. Dixiv be'i ve'a Ish Moshe anav me'od. Ma Moshe amad b'perets. Dixiv v'yomer in bayomer v'yomer la'ashmidam l'ule Moshe beChiro amad peretz Af Moedechai ken it's such a beautiful Midrash what does it mean that Moshe Rabbeinu is standing in the parrots just like Moshe Rabbeinu could not see the picture unfold in front of him of the Rebona deciding and saying you're just not worthy you, just, you messed it up Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't take it David HaMelech says, Moshe Rabin was one standing and blocking, so to speak, blocking Hashem from moving on with his decision to say, yalla Yidin, it was nice. Allah. Moshe stands in the parrots. Mordechai Ayudi also is standing there and he's saying, I cannot see the story go by. I can't see the story unfold. I can't see Ami I can't see this decree. Moshe and Mordechai. Ish kind of means over here that in my I'm I'm stopping. I'm standing there on the block, and I'm not letting you pass, so to speak. Right? I'm not letting you pass by. And by the way, when you have that feeling of standing in the block of Am Yisrael being nimchats, don't look for the Shulchan Aruch to tell you how to how to act. There's no no There's nothing that's going to tell you how to act. There's something that I can tell you in the big picture: nimusim, midot tovot, But in a a certain place, and we see this similar, actually, by Moshe, and who else in the Torah? When it came to real Messias Nefesh? (laughs) Bencha, the same Indian. Meaning, you have something inside of you that's burning inside of you, that that sees Am Yisrael crumbling in front of your eyes, crumbling in front of your eyes, you become an Ish, or an Isha. It doesn't matter. You understand what I'm saying? You have this aspect of an Ish, that's where the, the Midrash begins, and then it continues, and it says, you want to know also why Mordechai and Moshe are the same z'ach? Ma Moshe limet Torah li Yisrael, etchem chukim u'mishpatim. Af Mordechai, ken, sholom Moshe Rabbeinu is the transmitter of the Torah to us when we received the Torah in those years in the desert. Mordechai, mm-hmm. Ayudi is the transmitter of kimu v'kiblu. The kibel haYehudi misasher chelul M- asos Mordechai plays that exact role of someone that merited to be the transmitter, the channel through which Am Yisrael had Torah. ad Adkan, more or less, we know and we can understand this a little bit, but there's a prat here in Masechet Megillah that's going to open up everything for us. Still, still, what is this deep chuta mekasher? What is this deep line? That connects Moshe and Mordechai and Melech HaMashiach. You know, I'm so ha- you know what I'm so proud of. That and someone someone pointed this out to me a few weeks ago in Shul. He says, "You guys are all in here." It's like, what are you talking about? There's no flags up or anything. Like, what do what do you mean? He's like, you guys keep on talking about Mashiach all the time in, in Shul. And I mean, it broke my heart actually. It actually broke my heart. Like, I mean. What, what else is the whole thing of coming back here and building Eretz kodesh and everything? and What, what, what is it? Like what else is it? What does it have to be? What else is it supposed to be? And we, we, we keep on speaking, but we keep on coming back. But Purim, for the Purim to end off, it has to culminate with Mashiach coming. Because we, like we said, the story of Purim itself ended off with an attempt to thinking this is now going to bring Mashiach. We're going to go home to Eretz Yisrael and build the base on Mikdash, as we said this morning in She'er. What was the percentage we came up with this morning in She'er? How many Jews came back to Eretz Yisrael? Two. <laughs> right, right. We're not so far from <laughs> we're not so far from that percentage still in the world. Something about the Tefillah of a Yid through the through the panimias of Purim can attach us to what the point of the of the ending of Purim should really all be about. But there's a Mida that must be part of our Ish, of our Moshe and our Mordechai. And definitely, definitely our Esther Amalka. We say in in the... Haggadah, in the yeah. Megillah. We say it every, and every year, I don't know how it is, you, do you, by the Sephardim, they change the Nusach? You don't think so? At that moment, when we change that Nusach into Eicha, it's almost a reminder of what Purim is really all about. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> it's a reminder about what Purim is all about. This story was going to be the Hemshech of Tishabav. This story was going to be the Hemshech of Tishabav. And for a moment in history, it took away Tisha B'av, for the moment. The famous Shaila of Salvechik has a whole mime around this. Did they commemorate Tisha B'av in Bayi Right? We, 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 we learned this once on Tishabav. Because it seems to be, why would they commemorate Chorban Why would they commemorate Chorban in the Bayis, right? So it's a long story there. A lot of different deus in the Ran. A lot of the Rishonim speak about this, but when we hear those words, Asher, with that, with that tune of Echa. Who was Mordechai? Ah, he was in the base of Migdash. Mordechai was in the base of Migdash, and he, it seems, based on the Pshat of the Pesukim, Nebuchadnezzar came, heglauto. he kicked him out, he threw him out. But Rashi, but the Gemara says something very interesting. Amar Rava, shegala me'atzma. I love this Gemara, shegala meatzmo. that means Mordechai HaYehudi read the writing on the wall. He smelled what was going on. He saw where we were heading, and he said, "I'm going in first." Mm-hmm. Gala me'atzma Rashi explains this over here. Sheloya ayakeshar Israel shegalu al karkham. It wasn't like the rest of Am Yisrael that were forcefully thrown into galut. Elamah, who galam me'atzma? He took this on by on himself. He brought this on himself. Just like when Yemiyahu Hanavi, he smells the writing on the roll, and who's Gala not It was his own doing, saying, this seems to be what's going on. I'm going to go there first to make sure that we get out of there fastest and to make it the easiest on the Jewish people. Where else do we see, in the Pneum Torah a struggle between two people Choosing to go down into the darkness first, and Yehuda, right? They knew, they knew that according to, to what Zadie Avi, what Avram Avinu told them, right? What he, what he was, was revealed to him with his Bris with Hashem. This is the map. This is the plan. This is how it unfolds. You got to go down. And each one of the others, it's, it's you see, like they kind of were makabalit on themselves. Besides one. Was Yitzchak? Where you have a whole teaching there. Some say, like with, with Yitzchak, he was he either just mevata the whole thing, or so he thought, of having to go down into galut and suffering. But when it comes to BK Shiakov Lishev B'shalva, Kafat Rogzo Shel Yosef, in Parashat Vayeshev, the Mafashim explain is that Yaakov Avinu thought it's done. I did it. My kids don't have to go into galus. Why? Because I went into galus. This whole parasha with my brother Esau wasn't so simple. In Kafat Alav Yosef, Yosef HaTzadik says, Abba, no, it's not over. And not just that, it's me. I'm taking it upon myself to go down. And then as you see the unfolding of the brothers with Yehuda in the pneumious of it, and you all know Yehuda, Yosef, Mashiach ben David, Mashiach ben Yosef, there basically is this struggle over who's going to be the one that's going to go down. Meaning what? Who's going to act like Mordechai, Ha Yehudi, and Yermiel and really did? Who's going to be the one that's going to be Moser, their Nefesh, no matter what? Even if it means losing everything they had. As long as they knew they were shalem with themselves, to go down, regardless of knowing what the outcome was, uh, would be. Where do we see this in Megillah's Esther? ובחין אבו אל המלך I don't know exactly where I'm holding, if it's proper. I always like to say, I don't know how firm I am, I don't know how firm I am right now in this moment. I don't know what it's going to look like. And the out- and then regarding outcome, she says, I don't know if it's going to work. I have no idea. But I have to live a life filled with meaning. I have to live a life that I could say, not only I gave it a good shot, the all of me gave it a really good shot. I'm looking around this room, packed with people that left everything to come and be here in Eretz Do we know? We'd like to believe very strongly that we know it's us. We were the last door to have to suffer in Golis. We know that, right? We know we would like to think that. We know we would love to think that. Please Please Hashem. We would like to we would like to believe that, and we really believe that. However, in the panimius of things, saying "I know for sure it's me" doesn't smell so holy. Going in like Esther and going in like Mordechai, going in like Yirmiyahu and Avi, and we're going to see this is really what Meisher Rabenu was all about as well. Going into the scenario of the context of Am Yisrael and saying, "I don't know if I have all the answers." And I don't know if it's really all going to be dependent on me. But how do I have the chutzpah to live my life not giving it the best shot of the all of me? How can I go about my life? How could I go about my decisions in my life without acting like this? Now, gala me'atzmo, I want to say is a afuch over here. All of you, galitem me'atzmechem mi'eretz target. You all left the comfort, right? You all left. I mean, now it's catching up to us with Amazon Prime and everything, but it's like following us. It's like, I left Golis. No, I'm following you. Coming after you. But there's a of that each of you left something. Each of you left something that you did not me'atz mechem. You did not me'atz mechem in a crazy way. It's like the flip side of it. Yeah, you're coming to Eretz HaGiulah. But for many of you coming here and someone going like this to you for the first few months of sitting behind desks, it's almost worse than you know, Shusha Al right? And malasot, this is this is how it's unfolded. So I wanna go back to the beginning now and slowly, slowly piece everything back and and build it back up again. You know the sefer, this is a beautiful safer. Sharvita Zahav. This is an important safer. Sharvita Zahav. what does Shavita Zahav mean in English? The Golden Scepter, right? Who has the Sharvita Zaav? HaMelech. Amelech. there's all these different deep, deep tires about our access to the Sharvita Zahav in the Sefer of Esther. Rav Kluger, Kluger said something so, so incredible that I Bechavana, did not want to try to remember this during Suda's Purim, so I'm saying it now, right? By the way, the real tire is don't, try, don't bank on, oh, this is one I'm going to say at the Seuda. It doesn't usually come out, and no one can hear you. <laughs> and It's a screaming match in the room. It's just a screaming match. It doesn't really work, right? So friends, we... Are living in a time where we have access to the Sharvit Azov like we never had before. Access, I'm not saying we're holding there, access to it. If Kluge says, you know what Sharvit stands for, this is crazy. He says, Sharvit, scepter, Rashitevus Tevis Reb Yisrael Baal Shem Tov. Crazy, crazy Rashi Tevis. I don't usually freak out from Rush. Gimatrias do it more for me. Russia. I don't know. Rosh-e-tev. This Rosh, I don't know. I saw this and I just loved it. And The Baal Shem Tov's main Nekuda was basically the first thing that we saw by Reb Isaac of Kamarna. His Chidush, his one, his main Chidushim, was was really telling every Jew. That in a certain level, every day can be Purim if you're willing to go there. On what level? Of going all the way up, not probably to Keter, that's what Purim is open for, but believing that I can avol el hamelech, that I can come before the king, just simply come and showing up before the king. <speaking in Hebrew> What the Torahs of the Baal Shem Tov have done to so many of us when we really sit with them not, <coughs> as, not as vorts but as a mahalach in life. As a way of living our life. Not as a vort that you say at the Shabbos table. Because honestly, the Baal Shem Tov doesn't have really vorts. That's not the Baal Shem Tov's thing. They tried; they put together all these different sfarim and everything. It's not. The Baal Shem Tov, vorts. Vorts you leave for other tzaddikim. The Baal Shem Tov is a tznu'ah of the nefesh tenu'ah of the nefesh it's motion of the soul it's taking a person that says I'm not a davener and flipping <coughs> it, flipping his metzir on his face flipping it over completely flipping it over because usually you think that in order to be a davener what do I have to have in my arsenal Like, what are the things that I need to have what do I have to be made out of what's that? Patience. Wow, very strong one, Mata Ester. Patience. He's actually a patient fellow. Yeah, no, but it, okay, I could see that. What else do you have to have in order to think I could become a davener? Huh? An open heart. Easy, easy stuff. Yeah. Huh? Kavana. Kavana, chibur, connection. Um. Um. You know what? I I don't I the the, the, the from Answer is yes. The breast liver answer is no. <laughs> right, right. No, no, no. I'm saying that's what they think. I'm saying back to the person, oh, I'm not holding, so I don't have the ivrit. It's not so chazak for me. But all these things, we see that on Purim, we go past anything we think we need in order to be a davener. And before I know it, I'm in a state of the vehicle, so I don't even realize it. I'm already there. When I surround myself with the mitzvahs of Ayom, when I follow and I learn the Megillah, and I learn the mahalach of the life of Mordechai and Esther, and especially here, I go to Moshe, Mordechai, and Esther, and I'm saying, wait a second, I may not be a davener, but am I a yid that has Messir Nefesh? Is that part of my life? Do I stand up? Do I take the plunge? Would I take a bullet for another yid, Chas V'Shalom, if that needed to be? Would I take a bullet for Ami Yisrael? Would I stand in the way if I see Amisrael crumbling down, would I stand on the way, even of God, and say, I, I, I'm not a davener, I'm not, I don't go to tishes. it's not my thing, but I can't see this happening to my people. I can't see it happening to my people. The tnua of the nefesh is a tefillah, you understand? The movement of the soul itself is in itself a tefillah. When I live a life Filled with meaning and mesiras nefesh, it doesn't matter how many words I'm saying or I'm not saying. Where is my life moving towards? What is the motion? Where is the tnua of my whole of my whole existence? That's the sharvit. That's the Torah of Rabbi Israel Baal Tov. This is the sharvit azav, taking a look at the context of everything in my existence and realizing, well, you know what? I actually. I actually do have this much, much more... I'm much more of a davener than I realized. Yeah, I'm not that person that sways for hours for now. I'm not that person that necessarily looks like the other chevra. But if I, and the Altarevah writes this throughout the Tanya, and especially in his maimer, Chay Basumi LeBesumi the amazing maimer, maimer at LeRezoche, to teach 15 years ago, around this time, where my wife, future wife walked into a shiir, this is the of what happens to a Jew through Purim why is it that by the end of Purim we're screaming tefillahs and nigunim because we became a tefillah through the story of the Megillah we become a tefillah because we realize that if we were Mordechai or if we were Yirmiyahu Hanavi or if we were Yosef or if we were Yehuda we would do the same thing We would do exactly the same thing. Such a chutzpah thing to say. We would even stand in the way of God, and say, "I'm sorry. I believe in my heart of hearts that you want me right now. You want me to oppose you right now, Hashem. That's what you really, really, really want." Obviously, this is the essential difference between Noach and Avram. Noach's fine with a story like Shushan happening in his time. As long as he's not Nichlam, Avram Avinu is not. And that's why, that's the the, the sod of of our our Masoret. Avram Avinu is with Yermial. He's with Mordechai. I should say (coughs) Afuch. Mordechai, Yermial, Avram Zeyniklach, his great-grandchildren, Yosef, Yehuda, they're with him. But friends, they became tefillahs also. Like the person that says they're not a davener. And before they know it, when they tune into Messias Nefesh of what they're willing to do Laman am Yisrael, you are a da- Not only are you a davener, you are a Tfila. Like Davin Amelach said about himself. Va'ani tefillah. And I always, I always think, I always think to myself, you know, Davin Melach, was he born with a harp in his hand? Like Was this just like, was he just... Perhaps maybe he was off tune, maybe he didn't have, uh, what do you call it when you, uh, when you can't carry a tune? Tone deaf? I don't know. We would think, you know, probably not. <laughs> but I don't know, because it says about all the tzaddikim that as much as we know Avmavinu as the Midah of Chesed, he became the Midah, of, he is the Midah of Chesed because of a Kinyan that he made on the Midah of Chesed. Yitzchak was the Midah of Gvura because he made a Kinyan on the Midah of Gvura. Meaning, they weren't born like this. They made a Kinyan, they made an acquisition in their life, which then we know them now, as certain people with certain titles, but that's, because, that's the shame she kanu la'atzman be'olamam. That's what they bought for them for themselves. If I would go up to any of you 10, 20 years ago, and I'd ask you the following questions, would you live? Would you leave your whole comfort zone and move to Eretz Yisrael? And be so Simcha and It's easy now to say for sure. Try to go back, okay? Or if I'd ask you, Would you find yourselves in your state of religious life going to Minyan and learning Torah every single day? 10, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, two years ago for some people, yesterday for some. And then when you realize, oh, this was my Kenyan, this is what I became, you become that which you thought you're not. Avraham Avinu didn't think that ever said, the I think we, we just mentioned his name recently, the Diver when it? Shabbos, right, Friday night we mentioned his name. The Diver Chaim said Avram was the stingiest person ever born in his time. And he said, before you want to throw a chair at me, right, I said this, understand, it was dafka that he was born like this with the stingiest tzad of this Midah of Chesed which made him a person that's known by what he acquired in this world. Our job, our tafkid in every door, and I would like to say in this door more than any other door because it also sounds very dramatic but I also believe that <coughs> our door is to be anashim to become daveners they become a tefillah not just become daveners we become tefillahs we become a serious we follow the story of the Megillah, and we realize this is, this is the way to become an ish yehudi an ish yehudi ha- gala me'atzmo no one's forcing me to take on right now to represent the Messirus Nefesh flag, the Chernobyl has a great Torah. a Chernobyl, The Gemara says, Lon Nitna Haman. The Torah was given to the generation of those that ate manna. So he has a great taich on this Hasidic Taich. He says, Man is Rashi Come on, we're in the Rashi Tevis night tonight. Messirus Nefesh, right? The Torah is only given to someone that the reason for their sustenance of eating, the reason that they do anything is not so that they have koyach to do the right thing. It's to have koach, that when they need to have mesirut nefesh, they do. When is the time to daven for this more than ever? This is the nekuda of keter on Purim. Why? Because mesirut nefesh is lemala mehadat. Mesirut nefesh doesn't add up logically. You can't understand or explain or rationalize when you accept upon yourself mesirut nefesh or act with mesirut nefesh. If you do, you're already out of mesirut nefesh, and it just becomes the right thing to do. Mesirut nefesh is something much, much, much bigger, much greater than this. I'm humbled because I, 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 you know, the little that I know, so many of you, and we've shared so many things over the years. I'm humbled because I'm around, I'm sitting around people. That are, I, you know. You know, sometimes I just want to clarify Mysterious nefesh at a certain point can mean that you realize that the Torah that, that you have to teach the whole world is the Torah of being a mensch when it's the least attractive thing. <coughs> just to be a mensch, being Messiah nefesh and I'm reminded of your radio show. What was it called? The Darren Tower. The Derech Eretz Hour, right. Right, what a great program. I used to love, I think I was on one of them. I used to love, love, love listen. What's that? The first anniversary. I used to, ah, I loved them. So that's one level of Mesir nefesh. And obviously we're speaking about right now seeing Am Yisrael, where they're at. And davening so strong that when we need to have Mesir nefesh that we end up having it. And it's a very, very high, high place to say B'Shleimus. But how do we know that the Ribbono Shalolam is maskim to this tefillah more than ever? Okay? Now here's... I'm, I'm saying don't quote me as we're broadcasting live and there's all these people here, but I'm just saying this is what I told in the beginning of Shir that I'm still in the middle of, but it seems to me so obvious The Torah from the Sharvit, I'm going to start referring to the Baal Shem Tov as the Sharvit. Mm-hmm. The Torah of the Sharvit says like this Hashem tzilcha al yadiminecha, right? Hashem is your shade, meaning that whatever you do down here is so to speak, like also done up there. The way Reb Shlomo said this so sharp, my God. He says, whatever you think of God, whatever you think of God is really as much as God is for you. So, Tomerit, God is everything, but the, however you put Him in, whatever category you put Him into, that's how much God will play a role in your life. Okay? Hashem tzilcha, Hashem is like your shadow, not just your shade, He's like your shadow. Now, listen to this. Every time that a Yidla does something holy, I want to say that there's k'ilu, a shadow of that up in Shemaim, right? Meaning, There's a mimicking of it up in Shemaim. Moshe Rabbeinu is going to tell us this coming Shabbos. He's going to tell Hashem what this Pasuk in Tehillim that the Midrash quoted. Lulei Moshe Bechiro Amad Baperetz. If it wasn't for Moshe Rabbeinu standing in the doorway of destruction for Am Yisrael, oy veizmir. But Moshe Rabbeinu, and no one told him to do this, he tells God the two most, three most chutzpahdik words that ever, ever existed. And what are those three words? Meche'ni nam esifrecha. I would say maybe five even, because asher katavta is pretty in your face, you know. Meche'ni nam esifrecha shea This has been a beautiful day. It's been amazing. It's been a nice, nice first 80 years of a lot of drama. And now we had this past kufa of just like craziness going on. Rebona Sholem. If this is the end of the story, please make sure that I'm not even mentioned from the beginning of the story. I don't want to have any part in this. What a chutzpah. And we know, obviously, with the famous Torah that the Zara says, Mecheni, it's the same letters as Me-Noach, right? Wipe me out is the same letters as the Tikkun. But what Noach didn't do, that's why the Navi refers to the Mabu as May noach it's really the waters of Noah. Moshe Rabbeinu comes, he says, Wipe me out. I don't want to have anything to do with this thing called Yiddishkeit. If you're going to look at Yiddin, that fell. That fell, and they fell low. But if you're going to say, Take me out even from the first parak. From the first few minutes together. I don't want to have any zecher of being together. And the Rebona responds to Moshe Rabbeinu in a very interesting way. He doesn't tell him, I'm so happy you said that. He just reveals something to him. What does he reveal to him when he says, Mechainina, <laughs> What becomes revealed to Moyshi The Yud Compassion in the world. <laughs> but when does Moyshi get a response from Hashem saying, Hashem Tzilcha, you're so right on. You're so right on. Hashem Yisbarach is letting Mordechai HaYehudi know about a crazy story that's going to happen to Am Yisrael. and he's waiting for Mordechai to also act like Moshe Rabbeinu. And he's basically saying to him, to Mordechai, who the Gemara says was the one that wrote the Megillah, "Mechenina misifrecha asher kasafta, wipe me out." from the book that you're writing. And that's exactly what ended up happening in Megillah's Esther. Just like Moshe Rabbeinu's name is not in Parshas Tetzaveh, Hashem's name isn't in the story of Megillah. Why? We always say that's the connection between Tetzaveh and in the Pneumius of it. It's basically, I want to say, it's Hashem Misbarach's HaSkama after the first Kabbalah Satorah that went a little bit off to Moshe Rabbeinu saying, I created Yidin to become Messirel's nefesh dika and I emulate your ways when you're willing to go all the way there, all the way there. Even I, Hashem, am going to take out my name and my glow, my revealed glory, from this precious moment in history, which is Kisvuni Kisvuni LeDoros, which is going to be the greatest holiday till Mashiach comes, and I'm going to take my own name out of it. Why? <coughs> Because Mordechai, you hopped it. You got what it's all about. You got what it's all about. I've been wa this whole story was that I did all this, Hashem Izbarach is saying, not saying, waiting for someone to get up and say in their own words, Mekeni <laughs> she'katavta," Which is essentially what Mordechai and Esther are saying, and there are a lot of different ways to play this out. Throughout the Megillah, we don't have time for it. But there's a lot of ways of understanding this is exactly what Mordechai and Esther were really harping on. This is the R of Keter. So the Kamarna says, if you find yourself on Purim, see, doing this sober would be very, I don't know what the right word is, nearly impossible, Okay. What I want to say is that the whole drive of Purim is to lead you to a moment at your, in your own, it doesn't have to be a proclamation to everyone that's in your house. It could be alone, locked yourself in a closet or something, I don't know what. To reach this place of saying, Hashem is I am chalishing, I'm begging you, I want to be a yid that has the holy audacity to reach a level of saying mecheni na misifrecha, while I see Jews Being slaughtered, and while I see thousands and um, hundreds of thousands of the most precious Jews that are keeping all Torah mitzvahs, but they're not hearing the call do di and they're not coming home. I want to stand in that way and saying it can't continue like this. I don't have the chutzpah to say this like on a Wednesday in November, but here it's Purim. And the only thing I know is that Keter is available, which means the place of Me'al All year long, I think that in order to daven for this, I have to have a whole plan as, as to how I'm going to implement my plan now of being this Mesiris Nefesh Yid. On Purim, any plans? I don't have any tochniyot. I have no plans. I have nothing to work with. I just know one thing. Ishi Hudi Ayab B'Shoshana Bira. And the holiday, like we say, the holiday of Purim is a holiday of becoming more and more Jewish they're becoming more and more Jewish. Becoming more and more Jewish in the context of Purim means becoming more and more a Yid that's willing, not willing, that can't continue living unless he has a Machenina moment during the Seuda. And when you have a Machenina moment during the Seuda, Yashem says to you, and you could hear it and see it, he says, I've been waiting for you to get to this place the whole time, now just go and read the Megillah again, and notice that I did the same exact thing I wiped my own name out once I saw Mordecai was basically saying the same thing that Moshe Rabbeinu was saying we're doing great things, everyone's doing great things Am Yisrael's beautiful doing amazing things, everyone's so scared Am Yisrael. even what I said before as, as, as sad as maybe a certain state of Am Yisrael is Everything's going to be okay here. Everything's going to be okay everywhere. But that still doesn't give anyone a p'tor from becoming a messirius nefesh dekayid. No one. To be yotzei purim. To be yotzei yadei chovas <laughs> purim. The Dalad mitzvah sayom plus the other three that we learned which are like in between the Reis of Ramans. You do all of them. But if I don't have a taste of that in my se'udah it's much, much harder for me to approach Pesach and I'll be like, okay, now I'm ready to be a Ben Chorin. Because only a Ben Chorin is really someone that could say such words. Reb Nachman said, it's a famous teaching where Reb Nachman, he started saying the Torah and he stopped. He just said, Kola atchalot mi Purim. all beginnings are from Purim. Because I think it's very easy, the moment that you realize that you have in you this DNA of Avram Avinu, of Moshe Rabbeinu, of Mordechai and your Miyahu of Yosef and Yehuda, of Mashiach, that's when your life really begins. We should be Zokhit to be part of Vihiketr of davening for the whole world to find their makom in the Se'uda. And Ba'isra Hashem to take Rib Isaac's words and share it with another yid, even though this was a secret, but Ma'avas Israel, let every Yid know. Go for it. Go for that tefillah. Just go for it. Don't let anyone stop you. Even if the suda ended, keep on going. It doesn't matter. Go for it until you identify yourself as a messirous nefesh idla. Vair Shushan. What's the. How does it continue? Good. The joke I got today was that was going around was they ask a litvak, end the sentence. Vair Shushan. Navocha. Vair Shushan. <laughs> Sahalavesamecha. Lachaim
1: Gadiantinavir.